0: Chapel
1: and we're to the chapel and we're Happy weekend, ladies married. and gentlemen. Welcome to Wedding Pro Radio, the show that talks all things wedding and wedding-related topics. My name is Rich Leggett with Black Tie Events. I appreciate everybody being out here. We're going to give you tips, advice, and helpful hints to make your big day uh, everything you dreamed it would be. This is also a great show for the industry. We try to give them a little advice as well and bring the whole industry together and elevate it for everyone. Um, my company, Black Tie Events, is based is a full-service DJ entertainment company with offices in Atlanta, Georgia, and Dallas, Texas. I'm joined by my co-host, Abby Hillis, with ACH Events.
0: Hello, yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Happy weekend. I am Abby with ACH Events, and we are a full-service wedding planning company based out of Texas, but we travel anywhere and We're just really well known for just providing a unique experience um, and taking on each wedding as their own experience and making sure that we cater it to each client and uh, know that there's no wedding that's a cookie cutter wedding and make sure that you you have a wedding that's unique to you.
1: And Abby does a great job with that, guys. So if you need a wedding planner, you're listening to the radio show, ring her up at ACH events and have her come help you because you will be so happy that you did. So going to do a couple of sponsor thank yous. I um, want to thank uh, Big Talk Radio Del Marva for broadcasting the show. Also, uh, Black Tie Events. DJ Songlist, which is a great planning app if you hire a band or DJ to help you organize your music. And, of course, Abby's company, ACH Events. So just so you'll know, we do Show Rundown, where uh, we have a couple of really cool features that we do for you. Abby does celebrity Wedding news segment. I do a trends segment, uh, upcoming wedding trends. I also do a top song segment, and then Abby, as a planner, does her planner tip of the week. So we got to do. We're gonna take care of all those things for you. Keep things moving. Keep it fun. Keep it lively, and hopefully give you some good information. So Abby, real quick, before we get started with our main topic, I just wanted to clarify when we did our COVID episode, um, some people got the impression that we were saying food is the biggest super way to super spread um covid at events and it is not and i got a correction on that i'm sorry that if we want we gave that impression that is not what we think um technically the best way to spread it at an event is not wearing your mask and not social distancing mm-hmm. so wanted to th- thank april bloomer for pointing that out uh, she runs a great company in atlanta called uh, events ltd and wanted to give her a shout out but we didn't want anybody to walk away th- with the impression that um that food is the way that it is spread at events because a lot of these venues are being very safe and doing a very good job of keeping everybody else safe when they're doing their food service and food prep. So April, thank you for that. Got that out of the way. So our topic for this week is hiring wedding professionals and also getting the most bang for your buck. And I think what Abby and I are going to do is talk about this a little bit and break down the difference between, uh, you know, just a professional vendor and a wedding professional, because there is a huge, huge difference. And I think the first thing that we are going to talk about with that is um, maybe jump into photography first, because I know you had some thoughts on that, Abby.
0: Yeah, I think it's the easiest way to provide an example, uh, just because there is a difference between a wedding photographer, videographer, and a regular professional photographer, videographer. Yeah, I agree. And, and the reason is, is because uh, weddings have a heck of a lot more dynamics and logistics that you have to navigate. And there's a flow to the day that if you are not used to it, you're not going to realize how quick it moves. Um, and if you if you are someone who is not a wedding professional and you don't have a coordinator or planner on your side that day, making sure that you're set up and you have the timing to get lighting and all your settings done you have an opportunity to really miss some great shots and so uh, you know we, we've talked about this before on here that at the end of the day when the day is over you have your photography and you have your video and that's it that's what you have to reminisce back on the day and you don't want it to be the place that gets skimped um, and so you know like for an example um, You and I both know that when it's time for the Grand Entrance, we're getting everyone seated for dinner. Yeah. And we're dimming the lights to set the dinner mood. Cocktail hour's over. And we may do a Grand Entrance where, in shooting one direction, the bridal party's coming in. And then immediately, once the bride and groom come in, we're shooting another direction, and we're going right into first dance. And that all happens within a matter of seconds. Right. And those photographers and videographers have to be able to know what settings all of their camera needs to be on because there's going to be a lot of movement going on from the grand entrance and different lighting to then have to turn around and it could be different lighting and within seconds they have to be able to readjust their camera and be ready to capture those moments and if you're someone who's just used to shooting portraits out in um, like a, a natural light area and you don't have the drilling of, of the constant, like knowing, okay, now I go from this to this and knowing what settings and you need and everything, you may not be quick enough and you might miss something.
1: Yeah, I um, agree. And, and the lighting is a huge part of that, Abby, because, totally because lighting for, uh, you know, just a general session inside or a photo shoot outside is totally different from doing it from a wedding because you, you hit on a great point because you know, you have fluctuations in how, uh, bright the room lights are from time to time. With the event and if you don't have a photographer that's dialed in on that and understands right. that it is going to be a huge issue with the quality of the photos that are coming out exactly. and the, uh, exactly. the the other great thing when we're talking about wedding professionals in general is they know the flow of events ladies and gentlemen so when when we're talking about photographers or other vendors being professionals and wedding professionals basically what we're saying is that they do a lot of weddings or it's primarily their field of, of business is handling weddings and there are a lot of little uh, things that come up at a wedding that if uh, you've never done one before, you don't know how to plan for it. You don't know how to prep for it. And that's where uh, things could go wrong uh, really quickly at a wedding reception.
0: Exactly. And yeah, I I would love for you to dive in in the difference because I know that there's DJs that obviously do weddings and focus on weddings. And then there's DJs that, you know, maybe mix and do some, um, you know, well, right now, they're probably not doing a ton of the bar scene and, and club scene, but there's, they do some wedding and some of that and then there's some that really just only do um the club or bar scene and like for you what do you see the difference as a dj um, or any sort of entertainment
1: well i think the biggest difference between a wedding dj and somebody who does a club or does an occasional party and then tries to do a wedding reception is twofold first it's the mc aspect um as you know with most events uh, the dj is not only playing the music and working in and incorporating the song list for the clients as an MC which means announcing the wedding party and announcing the cake cutting and announcing the first dance and and kind of going hand in hand with you Abby at the event to kind of help mm-hmm. ru- you run the day. Um, and I've seen more and more where um, where DJ's uh, newer DJs and younger DJs are more focused on just playing the music and won't even MC and mm-hmm. the bad thing about that is that throws emphasis either on you as the planner or you mm-hmm. uh define somebody that's going to do that and and you know it should all be one role it shouldn't be you just hire a DJ and he's just going to be playing the music a wedding DJ will be able to MC the event and do a great job at it and not only MC the event but how they MC event Uh, mc the event as a wedding professional is going to dictate the energy of the night because uh if they're doing a good job at it they're going to raise the energy in the room every time they're on the mic and and get people out there um the the other aspect of it is uh knowing knowing how the flow works and we talked about that with photographer with each of these wedding professional vendors flow is so important um a dj that you just hire off the street say uh that works at a club and you thought oh he played a good mix of music isn't going to know that you need to do, uh, you know, the first dance at a certain time and that you need to help organize the wedding party and get the names right so you're pronouncing them correctly. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't going to know, um, you know, the little things like maybe uh, the bride and groom may want to fade out the father-daughter or the mother-son dances because they don't want to dance to the whole song. So he wouldn't know to ask them that. Wouldn't know right. to check with the caterer to find out before they announce the toast if champagne's been poured, which will be a a hugely awkward moment if you say, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're (laughs) ready for the toast and the caterer's running up saying, hey, we don't even have champagne out yet. So, you know, it's just little tips and tricks like that, that hiring a wedding professional will make a huge difference for.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree with all that that you've outlined there. And, you know, obviously from a planner's perspective, there's, there is a difference. I do, I have done and do both you know, weddings and then corporate or uh, women empowerment events. And there's a difference in those two types of events. Uh, typically with weddings, there's a heck of a lot more emotion and a lot more of just little tiny details and uh, like ins and outs to navigate. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself being a therapist, a family mediator. Um, and I think the biggest part of hiring a professional wedding planner versus just a friend who plans events is, you know i've done hundreds of events i i know what to kind of keep an eye out for and i know what to ask in advance to make sure that you know we're kind of being proactive and thinking through all of the ins and outs instead of being reactive um and if you're not someone who's constantly in the wedding world and rich you i don't know if you experience this as much as planners do but as planners we talk about it all the time how after every wedding we've learned something new there's yeah. always a, a take like there's like, like I said, there's no wedding. That's the same at the beginning of the show today. There truly isn't. And at the end of every day, I'm always taking mental notes. OK, these things went really well and these are things I've learned and that I could do better on next time and make sure I'm asking and adding this to my questionnaire or whatever. And you, if you can be proactive, you're going to have a way more seamless day than you could then being reactive. But if you don't know what to be proactive about, then you can't be proactive
1: yeah and, um, and and you're exactly right about that abby a, a true wedding professional is always striving to get it better and better each time they're never right. satisfied with just the one way of doing it and cookie-cuttering it and and mailing things in um i know from from our point of view as a dj group um, on mondays or tuesdays i interview each of the staff member and we t- actually talk through the event we take about 15 20 minutes to talk through the event and talk about how it went talked about things we can do better how we can improve on things Um, Even though it may have not been stuff that anybody complained about, we're just constantly trying to hone our craft and get better and better each time we get out there. And that is true with any of the vendors we're talking about, whether you're talking about caterer, whether you're talking about floral, photography, Mm -hmm. videography, wedding planning, the true professionals will be able to do that. I think um, the best way to find a wedding professional, guys, is ask them how many weddings they do. So if it's an occasional wedding here or there, that may be somebody you want to uh, put on the back burner as as far as considering. You want to hire people that are doing weddings every single weekend um, as much as they can. I know during COVID, people aren't really booked every <laughs> single weekend, but, yeah, okay. but you want to have people that are doing it every single weekend because that experience is invaluable um, from everything they see and every situation they have to deal with. And I can't tell you how many times uh, a reception is taking a little turn here, or something happened there. And just from the experience of being there and doing so many, you know how to pivot and move right mm-hmm. on and, and make it seamless, so nobody ever knew anything. Uh, anything went wrong.
0: It, that is like like you nailed it. The the ability for a wedding professional to pivot and problem solve in real time, where it's not even impacted from the guest or the client's perspective, is like that's where you make those like dreamy wedding days happen. And and I do I do want to say like I obviously have clients who have their best friend be a pho- their photographer for their wedding that may not be an absolute you know wedding photographer professional but I I think the takeaway that's like if you take anything away from this segment it's that if you are not hiring a wedding professional you need to be very aware that there are things that you're going to have to plan and make sure you're proactive on oh
1: absolutely to
0: to make sure that you cover yourself and. And, you know, talk through all of the ins and outs of the details with that person, whether it's a DJ, the photographer, the caterer, whatever it is, if you do choose to go that route, okay, great. But, like, how can you make sure that you're still setting yourself up and them for success? And, you know, if you do have a coordinator or planner, bring them into the conversation and say, hey, I'm aware that they're not a wedding professional, but what do I need to make sure that I'm being proactive on? To make sure that that doesn't impact the day negatively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know the other thing. We, we got about a minute and a half left in the segment, Abby. The other thing that uh, that I wanted to to point out is hiring wedding professionals will also make the job so much easier for your planner that day. But, because the <laughs> it's planner will so true.
0: Thank you, Rich.
1: Because <laughs> the planner has to take on so many jobs already and think about so many things. But if you aren't hiring professionals who are not doing the right thing, and she can't count on them being where they need to be or doing what they need to do at the time they need to do it. It is just going to be a hair pulling um, experience for the planner themselves. And again, the other thing a a good planner can do for you is guide you to these wedding professionals. So we Mm -hmm. talked uh, on an episode ago about one of the first things you do. My, My biggest recommendation is hire your planner first because the planner is going to know these wedding professionals to work with. And a lot of times has worked with really good wedding professionals and can steer you in the right direction to people that she knows uh or he know um will not have be a headache that day so
0: definitely definitely agree with all of that you you've nailed it so guys definitely um try to stick to wedding professionals as much as possible and if you don't bring your planner into the conversation and go ahead and just be forward with addressing it rather than uh feeling like there's not much there to, to talk about because you can definitely be proactive and and it can make your wedding day way better than it probably would have been.
1: Absolutely. Well, hope you guys enjoy that segment. We're going to be back with more Wedding Pro Radio right after this.
2: DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy to use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well, then look no further
1: than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys are enjoying the show and having an awesome weekend. So uh, we're into our second segment and we got celebrity wedding news. So Abby, what do we got?
0: Yes, I wanted to share. We've already got some people getting married in 2021. And I know we're, you know, a little bit over a month in and Uh, people are getting married and that's really exciting for us in the wedding industry and anyone who's engaged trying to plan a wedding yeah we love that Uh, we do elopements and you know private smaller uh, weddings seem to be the theme but hey it's they're making it happen and I think it's a good a good start to show us that we can we can do this and we can be safe and you know love is not canceled in 2020 or 2021 um, the three that I wanted to touch on today are Kat, Luna and Alex Gar- Garrido. Um they were both on American Idol in 2020 and they decided to quietly tie the knot in Tennessee and then they posted on social media to kind of announce it. Um so, so congratulations to them.
1: Yeah, it's American have- Idol American Idol love affair. You can find love anywhere even on American <laughs> Idol.
0: <laughs> right? I know. I think they're I don't think they're the first couple to have uh found love from American Idol, but I'm sure I would – I don't know exactly their entire love story, but um, I would love to sit down with them and just hear about it and being on that show together because I'm sure that's an experience in itself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, you know, it was Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini they tried to make into a couple – the first very beginning yeah Yeah. the first season of american idol and then she of course has moved on and to bigger and brighter things i don't know what he's doing now but um
0: oh that's funny Yeah, i haven't thought about him in years yeah
1: yeah i don't know what he's doing now and then who's who are the other couples
0: so we have jennifer wayne and austin moody they're both uh singers songwriters and they actually got engaged in 2021 and they are already married so they
1: they wed
0: after two weeks um and honestly, I, I think to like the norm, it probably sounds a little crazy, but I think that this is not going to be so abnormal anymore because, um, I you know, I was just talking to a vendor friend yesterday and we were just saying like anything that used to not be the norm is kind of sort of just popping in and like, well, it's not really surprising anymore. And yeah. I think that, you know, people are just kind of ready to get married and don't want to let covid and you know safety impact it so they're just like we're gonna do this so i thought that was pretty funny two-week engagement and they just were like you know what we're gonna do this yeah
1: you you know what for anybody that's listening out there i wouldn't recommend a two-week engagement (laughs) i think you need a little longer than two weeks but hey more power to them i hope it works out and they live happily ever after
0: i exactly yeah and i mean i I don't know again i don't know the details of their relationship and how long they've been dating but um You know, I guess when you know, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. What do they say? Love at first sight.
0: Yep, that's right. And this last couple, uh, they're both Viking stars Alexander Ludwig and Lauren Deere, and they eloped and got married in Utah. So they secretly went out and made it happen and then again shared on social media and kind of surprised everyone. So again elopement or private ceremonies kind of be this kind of seem to be the theme and uh it's good to know that it's not stopping people
1: yeah and you know it kind of fits in with covid era weddings whether it's a micro wedding or an elopement and a in a small ceremony i think you know until the virus is under control we're going to see a lot more of that kind of stuff going on so great information abby good job and kitchens, guys on all your weddings that you had coming up and uh we wish you the best and know you're going to be very very happy together so we're going to move on to a question and abby we have a question from kirsten in athens georgia and it says i don't think i want to see my fiance before the wedding do you have any ideas on how we can still get special time and pictures together before the wedding so abby i know you probably have some good thoughts on that
0: yeah and i would love to hear yours too i think the biggest uh, suggestion I would have is to lean on your photographer if they have been to the venue or you know are able to get there a little bit early on the day of your wedding. Uh, make sure you want them to scope out an area where they can strategically place both of you. Uh, some people want to hold hands. Some people just want to talk. Uh, some people you know want to pray or actually read private vows uh, together in that moment. And although you're not like standing next to each other and seeing each other. Uh, we can still get the photographer and videographers to capture really sweet moments of um, each of you holding your vows and reading them and maybe dabbing a tear away with a tissue um, and just getting to whether you do a first look or don't do a first look. I think that ability to just talk to that person and hear that person can, um, you know, it's your person. It's your person that brings you peace and being able to have that moment with them right before, you know, you decide to tie the knot and walk down the aisle. I think it can help bring a lot of peace and calmness to your day. So you can definitely, uh, you know, find a spot, find a really pretty photo uh, opportunity and have your photographer or videographers help pick that out and and make make sure that they can help facilitate and your planner or coordinator, uh, making sure you don't see each other in, in the way that you both get to that spot logistically.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, Kirsten, I think it is a great question and a, and you actually had a suggestion on there about how, um, you you know, pray through a wall or pray through, uh, you know, have a curtain where you don't see each other, but you put your hands up and you guys pray together and spend a little Mm -hmm. quiet time. You can talk to each other and and get pictures of that. Um, I think that's a really sweet way to, um, you you know, kind of go back to the tradition of the way weddings were, where you never saw the bride until she walked right down the aisle. Um, right. I know expediency and sometimes uh, with the way things go on and how many photos you need to do in advance and that kind of stuff sometimes take an effect on that. But I think it's a great question and there, there are definitely some very creative ways that you can do that. And again, your photographer and wedding planner can help facilitate the whole thing for you. So uh, thank you, Kirsten in Athens, Georgia. We appreciate the question. And now we're going to move on to our wedding trend. So, Abby, the wedding trend we're going to talk about this week, and I'm um, I'm curious to uh, to hear your thoughts on it because I'm sure you've seen photos of this. Is when you have a photographer or a videographer and they're using drones to get some extra uh, cool footage. So, what do you think, Abby?
0: You know, it's funny. My first thought on this trend is it is absolutely a trend because it is becoming like part of the checklist for clients of does my videographer actually like include drone uh, videography as part of their package yeah so now it's becoming like an expectation almost from clients of I want that that drone footage of that aerial shot or um, you know shot of the the venue or what you know the ceremony or whatever it is um, so yeah I would say it's absolutely becoming a trend because it's almost becoming an expectation for clients
1: yeah absolutely and it is so cool I have seen uh, the footage after the fact. But if, especially if you're doing an outdoor ceremony and it's a big, nice, long walk for the bride and groom, where the drone just kind of hovers over the bride as she's coming down the aisle and then just kind of pans out and follows her mm-hmm. as she's going down the aisle and then kind of zooms in, it is the most amazing. It's, it's like watching a movie, like a theatrical production. With the extra advantages of uh, uh, that you get from the height of the drone and the drones flying around and doing other stuff, so um, I think it is a cool trend. I think it is not going to be a uh, it's going to be a trend that's going to be around for a long, long time. And um, you know, they also do it with photography. So um, a lot of times, and you probably see this, Abby. Sometimes you'll have uh, videographers and photographers that pair together or work together as a group.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what they can do is also get some great still photos. Yeah. Um, from the drone as well, so it's not just uh, the videography end of it, but a photographer that's working closely with the um, that is working closely with the uh, videographer can also get some great still photos that you can use and, and look great on your album. And I'm telling you, if you if you guys haven't seen it yet, and if you are looking or, uh, you know, vetting videographers and photographers, ask to see some pictures of the drone footage that they've done at weddings because I, you will be so happy with it. It is just the coolest thing. I'm so happy about this trend. I think it's really neat.
0: I think the, the coolest thing, too, is just to see how the technology that's come about with drones and the high definition that they can get while this thing is moving around in the air um i my brother actually got one for christmas this past year and he was playing around with it and uh he sent me some of the the video footage that he got and it just and it wasn't even you know he doesn't even have a top of the line drone and they've just the technology and the the quality of video that they can get from way up there it's it's not blurry it is no it's you know 4, 4k or whatever it is the high i don't even i'm very not well versed in that but you know it's very clear and very awesome. So it's been it's it's a really cool trend. Yeah, and I agree. I don't I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. No, <laughs> I think it's going to be here to stay.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be here for quite a while. And um, I, I like I said, you guys to uh, need, need to vet if you're vetting photography and videography, definitely put that on the checklist as something to look at and have them show you the footage. Some may like it. I love it. So I th- I think uh, you'd be crazy not to include it because it just adds a whole extra element to your. Uh, wedding video the final product of your wedding video and your pictures as well so um that is the wedding trend we are uh, gonna take a break and come back we've got a couple of good segments and some questions abby's gonna do her planner tip of the week And then we were going to move on and be back with more Wedding Pro Radio. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well, then look no further than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525.
2: DJ Songlist List is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your
1: event can be. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio, ladies and gentlemen. We are so glad that you are tuned in with us. And, uh... So we're on our, our next set of fun themes that Abby and I do every week. Um, just so you'll know, we do, uh, if you tune into the show, and, and or if this is your first time tuning into the show, every week we do celebrity wedding news. We uh, do uh, wedding trends that are going on. Um, we also do Abby's Planner Tip of the Week. And then we do a Top song segment as well, sponsored by DJ Songlist, um, the planning app that will help you plan all your musical needs. So we're going to start off with our planner tip of the week. What do you got for us this week, Abby?
0: All right. So we're going to dive into kind of an overarching theme with budget. So I, I was kind of reaching out to some of my vendor friends in the industry and asking them, you know, what are some things you wish that people who are planning a wedding knew right at the start of their uh, wedding planning season? Right. And budget seems to come around all the time. It's always a topic of conversation because, you know, these most of the time these these in, uh, engaged couples, they don't really know where to start, and they haven't really ever planned a wedding before, so they don't know what you know to even start at or think is an appropriate budget for an overall wedding, um, for what they want and need, let alone what their individual budgets are for each vendor. Right. So uh, one of the biggest, I think, factors that plays into a budget is understanding how the number of people and the type of food service that you want impacts your budget. Right. Uh, for example, I was talking to a fellow planner a couple days ago and, um, you know, the, the client had a $40,000 budget, which is totally doable unless you want to feed a plated service meal at for 250 people. Uh, you know, if you're hiring a wedding professional, you're probably not going to be able to do a plated meal uh, for 250 people for less than like, and I'm shooting low here, like 15 grand. Right. Um. And so you're looking at almost what would that be like 40 percent of your budget? Yeah. Being just for food, and that's not including having a venue, getting some florals in there, uh, getting a professional to document the day, whether it's through vide- videography or photography, uh, a planner, and all that. So if you if you make your budget a certain amount, but you don't take into consideration what's going to create that budget, then you're not really going to set yourself up for success.
1: That's such a so, great, great, that's great advice, Abby.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, people think, okay, this is the max amount I have. And it's like, okay, now let's backtrack a little bit. Like what are your expectations and what do you want to make happen with that amount of money? And, you know, so w- one of the first questions once a client comes to me and tells me uh, their overall budget or maybe they don't have one. So we start with breaking it down vendor by vendor right? Um, with kind of like their wants and needs. It's like, OK, if food is not if, if having a plated meal is not incredibly important to you and you're OK with a buffet, let's go with buffet. So that way you can use a larger part of your budget to, uh, you know, make florals prettier, bigger, grander or, you know, get that. That dream photographer that you wanted, right? um, Or that band that you wanted, and and so it's super important to understand. Okay, if I want to serve this many people food, and you have to think about it. These these people are bringing in all of the warmers, all of the gear, and everything. They're bringing the restaurant to the event, right? And so people think of food, and they're like, "Gosh, it's so expensive," and it's like. Well, yeah. I mean, if you took 250 people out to eat, how much would it cost you? Yeah. You know? Um, And so you kind of have to start getting in that mindset of, okay, if I'm going to feed 250 people, my budget needs to reflect taking into consideration that I'm feeding 250 people. If I'm only going to feed 100 people, then you might be able to have a little bit of a lower budget or spend more of your budget on other things and not food. But I just really believe that food has a huge impact on the direction of where the rest of the budget goes. Right. And so um, just keeping that in mind when you're creating your guest list and you're creating your budget it's just a really important uh, aspect so, of the budget and,
1: and and so you're hitting this abby from an outside catering company coming into a venue perspective um so j- just so people know it that's not the only way it works there are also uh, plenty pl- yep. plenty of venues that do on-premise catering um, and do that as well. So, so you know, you Great got a couple, couple to look at it.
0: But but even with them, right? You yeah. have an option of different types of food. Absolutely. Right? And there's Absolutely. different levels of cost levels. So don't shoot for the big high one if that's going to tap into 50% of your budget. Yeah. Don't do plated, regardless, right? right. Um, don't do plated if... That's going to take up a large portion of your budget and you don't have room for your budget to expand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's,
1: a, it's a great point. I just want to make sure people understood that there were there were two options you can do. You usually absolutely. have on-prem catering. They call it on-prem catering where, where the venue actually provides the catering and has a chef on staff and they have the whole kitchen and yep. the whole setup yep. there. And then you have uh, venues that don't do that and you have to bring your catering in. So yeah, I guess the best point on that is when you're looking at options for budget too, is maybe look at uh, a solo venue that doesn't do catering and then catering costs together as opposed to one that does it all in one one fell swoop and and you know you can compare and contrast uh, budgets with that. You know the other thing I will tell you about a plated dinner and I think plated din- dinners are elegant and um, if you if if you want to do a classy event, not that buffets mm-hmm. aren't classy, but but you know if you want to want people to sit and actually feel like they are being served and and catered to and waited on by the staff I think they're great the one thing you have to consider though um, with a plated dinner is that uh, it eats up a lot more time than a buffet Mm -hmm. does so it Mm -hmm. takes time for them you think think about it they have to come out and they have to bring every plate to every individual they have to then turn around and bus they have to walk around and fill the water glasses so there is a time element there but it's it's a great way to go if you have the budget to do it and if you want to do it that way if not um, you know buffet also works great
0: Absolutely. And I just want to touch on the apples to apples comparison that you just talked about of adding in the catering with the venue. If you're comparing it to an in-house caterer, right. That is insanely important to do when you're comparing and deciding on your venue and cater. So love that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically what you do is you take, if you have an on-prem on-prem caterer, you take their whole uh, quote that they give you for food and for the facility rental and everything else. That's your bottom line number. And then you take the separate uh, quote from a, a, venue that doesn't do that, add that to the catering, and that way you can compare and contrast the numbers on that, so um, yes. perfect. Love that point. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that was good information, Abby, so that leads us into our question, and uh, Stacy is out in your neck of the woods in Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas, and her question says, I'm having a hard time for my ceremony music, um, how do I decide what to play and when? So, um, Abby, I'm going to let you start off on that one.
2: Oh,
0: kicking it over to me. So, I think the first thing that I'm going to say is lean on your uh, entertainer. So whether that is a hired, um, you know, string quartet or acoustic guitarist or DJ, lean on that person and their expertise to guide you first and foremost. Um, And then I would also say use the uh, like I use um, Spotify. You could use DJ Songlist YouTube YouTube. To truly get a feel for the type of songs that you can visualize yourself or the people in your wedding party walking down the aisle to, sure. Uh, if if you get chills and it feels good, then it's probably a good song to pick, and it's probably right. And I I feel like with my clients, sometimes they they they're like, oh, I don't know, is that song like okay? Can I do that? And I'm like, you legit can do whatever you want at your yeah. wedding. Yeah, exactly. You know, so do do what feels right to you.
1: But brides don't realize how much power they have they can literally you're right they can literally do within reason anything they want that day whether it's musically or or any you know photos anything else so right. you know take advantage of that your your vendors are going to guide you but um you know it, it, it's your big day so so let them know what you want and what your vision is and, and what you're trying to do with it so i will say from my perspective a good uh, wedding DJ or a good quartet or trio that's going to do um, the music for you will have a list of songs for you to choose from. You don't have to use those. You can go off list. Um, at least good, good entertainers will let you do that. Some may, some that aren't good may not. But you can go off list to, uh, to do that. Typically, Abby, I find that for a ceremony that there are a minimum of two songs that are done for a ceremony itself and a maximum of sometimes five Mm -hmm. so just uh, an average i'm just going to break down an average ceremony as far as music goes um so your first song typically uh, all the guests are coming in they're being seated that usually lasts for about 30 minutes of the ceremony Mm -hmm. um then the first thing the planner will do is is have everybody lined up and usually they do a seating of the mothers and grandmothers which is song number one So, uh, once the mothers and grandmothers get down the aisle, then you fade that down. Um, And then the second song is what I call a pre-processional, and it's pretty much everybody but the bride. So, it's the officiant, it's the groom, it's the groomsman, it's the bridesmaids, the flower girl, the ring bearer. Um, Mm -hmm. In most cases, if you have a flower girl or ring bearer, they're going to walk last in that group. And so, then Mm -hmm. once they're down the aisle, they will fade that song down. So, that was song two song three is what we call the processional and this is where the bride has her own piece of music walks down the aisle and gets down in place and then it it fades down um so that's song number three song number four is an optional one not uh, some people do it some people don't so during some ceremonies you will have a wine box ceremony or a communion or Mm -hmm. um you know unity candle Yep, yep, yep you got exactly, it. and then, um, so sometimes people use a piece of music for that, sometimes they don't, so that's probably the most optional of all of them, and then lastly, after you're pronounced, um, a pronounced happy couple, then they will go ahead and uh, play a recessional song for you, and that's yep. when you come back up the aisle, and then the wedding uh, party follows you right up out of the aisle, so... There, there, there are a lot of, and you know, sometimes you won't have mothers or grandmothers that want to walk down. So, so, you know, it's it's a flow. So you can do, at a minimum, you need to do the processional and the recessional songs for your ceremony. But there are other aspects of that. And any good planner will actually have a, um, any good planner or DJ will actually have a list of how that's going to happen for you. So you can write in the songs for each part of it. And we'll, yep. and we'll guide you through that. So, um that is that is my recommendation for it also you don't have to go and we're going to actually talk about this in the top song segment you don't have to go uh traditional and do the bridal chorus and and the wedding march and canon and d and trumpet mm-hmm. voluntary there are other options um and it's artists like vitamin string quartet and the piano guys and the brooklyn duo if you like guitar music uh you can actually do there's a guy named mark magnuson that does covers of just guitar for ceremonies that sound great um there's a guy named daniel yang who does um piano covers for ceremonies Mm -hmm. of traditional songs that are great so i think once you get all those covered um that you are good to go on that end of it and stacy and dallas i hope that answered your question if you guys got a question for abby and i Reach out to us. WeddingProRadio.com is our website. You can also email us. Abby is abbie at weddingproradio.com. I am rich at weddingproradio.com. And we would love to get your questions and love to get them on the show and get them answered for you. Absolutely. Shoot them to us. So, so, Abby, to finish up this section of the show, we are going to do, and it kind of ties in with Stacy Dallas's questions, the t- top five non traditional, or actually, I'm going to do top 10 for us today. Um, The top 10 non-traditional Processional songs So guys, just so you know The processional is when the bride Actually walks down the aisle And it's her own special song Um, A lot of these songs And just so you'll know This is sponsored by DJ Songlist Uh, We take uh, responses from people Who've turned in lists Through DJ Songlist To put this list list together I also throw it out to the DJ community And get them to give me Their thoughts as well So we are going to count down The top 10 um, For Abby, just so you know For most of these songs there are about four or five different artists that do versions of these. So it is. Uh, so if you don't like one version, um, and we we mentioned it just a couple of minutes ago, check another artist's version of it out. There are a ton of good artists that you can do. If you want suggestions for those, email me at rich at weddingproradio.com and I can send you some suggestions. I can even, if you need help planning your ceremony, send you a ceremony planner that I created that I can forward to you and uh, it will help you make things a little bit easier. So Abby, starting at number 10 on the list of non-traditional ceremony songs is Yellow by Coldplay. Are you familiar with Coldplay?
0: Oh, oh yes,
1: yes. So this is the Vitamin String Quartet version of it, but again, there are people, I've had people use the Coldplay version and a bunch of uh, other different versions of it out there, but yep. it is a great song, and a lot of people use it for the processional walking down the aisle. So I love this one. Very
0: peaceful.
1: Uh, coming in at number nine is Speechless by Dan and Shay.
0: I just love Dan and Shay in general. So, uh, And they have some really good, they have a couple more other songs, I think, that that are great. Either just wedding ceremony ceremony songs in general, you could use a a lot of different spots. But yeah, they have, the Speechless song is very sweet.
1: Yeah, and this one can also be used as a first dance as well. We do it a lot Mm -hmm. here at Black Tie Events as a first dance. Coming in at number uh, eight is Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. And this is, yep. you know, the intro to this song just gets me every time. It's just, it's just so cool the way that, the way they do it with uh, kind of the the I guess it's violins that they're using. And they're using a couple of different um, tunings of the violins, and it's just amazing.
0: This this millennial loves a good '90s song, so I love love the verb.
1: <laughs> there you go. And then coming in at number seven is Bruno Mars, "Just the Way You Are."
0: I don't think you can have a wedding playlist without Bruno Mars on it.
1: <laughs> no, and, and uh, here's the beauty of Bruno Mars. You can use him for your ceremony, you can use him for your specialty dances, and you can rock yeah. the dance floor with him later. So That's right. That's right. Good job. Coming in at number six, At Last by Etta James.
0: Ooh, you know, that one, that's a good surprise. I love that one.
1: Yeah, typical classic one. And if you listen to the lyrics to this, guys, go listen to the lyrics. It is so fitting for a bride walking down the aisle. So it's definitely one to consider. Um, Up next at number five is Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce this guy's name, Abby. Well, I will try, but I'm going to butcher it. Israel... Kamakokola, Kowalo, something, something <laughs> like that. Israel, I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry I butchered it, but let me tell you, it's a tough name. You need to shorten it a little bit. So, um, people love this one. Again, all these songs, they're different artists that do it, so you're not just tied into one. But I just kind of picked one for, for selection purposes for the non-traditional ceremony songs. Coming in at number four is Ed Sheeran's song, but we're gonna play Daniel Yang's version, and it is perfect.
0: Love love any version of this song.
1: And Daniel Yang specializes in the piano. He sometimes has a violin accompany him, and he has a lot of great versions of songs um, that we are going to highlight on here. So uh, you you just look him up. His Last name spelled J-A-N-G. So it's Daniel Yang. Coming in at number three, I Gotta Love You by Ruel.
0: I have so many clients that use her songs. That was a very popular one for me.
1: Yeah, and I was not surprised it was at number three because we get requested this one all the time for the bride walking down the aisle. So mm-hmm. again, guys, we're talking about non-traditional songs. So if you don't want to do the typical classical music or the uh, bridal march or the wedding recessional, um, these are great options for you to come down the aisle to. Coming in at number two, an Elvis song, I Can't Help Falling in Love with You, but we're playing Kina Grannis's version, which has a, a been a really popular one lately. Also, Such ha- a good classic. It is. And Hayley Reinhart does a great version of this as well. Ooh. Um, so, you know, again, multiple artists do these songs that we're counting down for you guys. So just look it up. And then lastly, very popular from the Twilight movie, A Thousand Years. And we're going to do Vitamin String Quartet's version of that. But Christina Perry, I think, does the original. And this is the number one. It got more responses, Abby, than than any of them by a pretty good margin. So the number one non-traditional uh, wedding processional song as Brides Walk Down the Aisle. What do you think about this one, Abby?
0: I was. It, it's not surprising to me at all. I, I a lot of people use this song, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it because it's a perfect song for processional.
1: Yeah, I think it's great, too. I think it's great, too. So... Again, guys, that is our countdown of the top 10 non-wedding processional songs. We hope you enjoyed those. Again, we do this feature every week on Wedding Pro Radio where we actually uh, break down and um, Abby, I made an executive decision that I'm going to start making a top 10 list instead of a top five because <laughs> I think that gives people more options. So I agree. We'll try to break it down. I also want to thank all my guys out in the DJ community. When uh, when I put these features together every week, I troll on about 10 different DJ boards and throw the question out there and say, hey, guys, give me your feedback. And not only am I getting advice from the best DJs in the United States, but also from Canada and get some from the UK and the Netherlands. Got one from Australia um uh, who chimed in on our question this week. So uh, appreciate all the help that my uh, fellow DJs and the DJ community give me on that. Um we're going to take a break, pay some bills and be back in just a couple of minutes with more Wedding Pro Radio.
2: DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy to use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple app store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be looking for a dj for your wedding celebration well then look no further than black
1: tie events we are your source for dj entertainment and so much more with offices in atlanta and dallas fort worth let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525 welcome back ladies and gentlemen to wedding pro radio great show today Abby we have had such good segments and your planner tips were spot on this week
0: hey and I learned something from you when you were talking about ceremony music so it's great content today
1: absolutely absolutely so guys just so you'll know next week on the show we're uh, gonna have uh, we're gonna talk photo booths. Uh, the gentleman in Chicago good buddy of mine he uh, does not only uh, photo booths but also dabbles in DJing and floral and um, all kinds of stuff. Keith Kakoris is going to join us as our guest on Wedding Pro Radio. And, um, you know, I'd be interested to hear. I got so many questions for him, Abby, as to how weddings are handled in the Chicago area, different from uh, how we do them in the Southeast and you do them in the Southwest. Um, You know, he's going to be a wealth of knowledge.
0: Yeah, I love the idea of just bringing people in from all over the United States because, as as you and I both know, and a lot of people in the industry know, it, weddings definitely vary, in the style and the technique in which they're executed vary from uh, market to market. So I'm excited to kind of get uh, to pick his brain a little bit and talk to him about his all of his ins and outs of the things that he does.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And he's also a photo booth expert. Um, he he hosts a show if you guys want to look it up called the Marquee Show every year in June in Chicago. And he brings DJs and, and photo booth vendors um, from all over the country, and they do like breakout sessions and uh, knowledge sessions and, and you know, all kinds of stuff. All, it's, it's a great learning experience if you're a vendor in either of those two industries. So um, look up The Marquee Show, and uh, Keith is going to be with us next week, so so excited to... Uh, to have him there and you know what abby we got to talk about sponsors if people want to sponsor wedding pro radio we would love to have you guys on board it's super affordable you'll get a ton of mentions during the show itself we'll run a 30 second spot for you um if you're interested in that reach out to me um, or abby on any of our social media platforms also uh you can email us at rich at weddingproradio.com or abby at weddingproradio.com But, um, you know, super excited about the guest segments that we're going to do. Want as many sponsors as we can because we want to help promote your business. So if you have a wedding related business that you think um, would benefit from being a sponsor with us, we definitely want you on board.
0: Yeah, and I I think I also want to reach out to the vendors in the industry. If you guys have questions that you would love for us to to address, uh, maybe you're not necessarily a couple uh, planning a wedding, which is what a lot of our questions have been. But maybe you're a vendor that once uh, you get the same question all the time with with clients that you're working with. If you want us to address it, uh, I would love for you to shoot it over to me either via email or on Instagram or Facebook. I'm managing a lot of those accounts, and so I'd love to like be able to help address questions. You know, obviously as a planner, I hit a lot of uh, of the overarching vendors, but I don't have to de- I don't deal with the individual conversations that each vendor has with each of my clients. So. Uh, Would love to be able to address uh, questions that you guys get as well.
1: Absolutely, and and just so you guys know, the purpose of the show is not just to educate couples that are getting married, but also uh, hopefully we bring some knowledge to the industry and talk about things you want to talk about. And Abby um, hit the nail on the head. If there are issues or questions or advice that you want us to throw out in general for people who are planning weddings, please reach out to us and let us know. And Abby, you undersold yourself. You said you handle a little bit of the social media and Abby handles all her social media. So, uh, and she's amazing at it. She is absolutely amazing at it. So thank you, Abby, for doing that for us. I appreciate it so much.
0: Absolutely guys and tag us and stuff. I love to interact with you and get to know you. So I'd love to uh, also use that those platforms as another way to, uh, reach out to you guys as the community
1: absolutely and we'd like to thank our sponsors before we sign off here um black tie events which is my company we are based in atlanta georgia and have offices in dallas fort worth getting ready to open an office in um the hilton head savannah area of georgia here in the very near future um, and if you're a DJ out there and you want to, you want to franchise black tie events, look, I'm open to doing that too in, in your city, but travel all over the country um, and love doing weddings. Also ACH events, which is Abby's company.
0: Yes. And again, I travel all over as well. We do Texas, Colorado, and I uh, love to do Mexico destination weddings as well, but we will go anywhere. And I just love to get to know you and meet you and understand your love story and, Uh, make sure your wedding is a replication of that.
1: Absolutely. And and let me tell you guys, when I had the idea for this show, um, I tried to think, because I deal with so many wedding planners, I tried to think of who would I want, who had the personality and the knowledge and the expertise that I would want to help me do this show. And Abby was my first call. And (laughs) thank goodness, knock on wood, she said yes. And we are so glad that we're going to revolutionize the industry with this uh, Wedding Pro Radio talk show. And um, hopefully give you guys great content each and every week and then um so thank you abby so thank you uh, so our last sponsor is dj Songlist, which is an amazing planning tool they sponsor a couple of our, our segments the top song segment so guys just so you'll know about dj Songlist, basically what it is is it's an app you can download from the apple app store and it will help you break down every segment of your important day and give you song suggestions for that Um, You can actually listen to samples of the songs on the app. You can create different playlists. So a playlist for your ceremony and then a separate playlist for your reception, a separate playlist for cocktail and dinner hour. And then when you are done, you actually get to email that playlist right to the uh, right to the vendor directly from the app. So it's it's a super cool tool. And I wish more people knew about it when. But, you know, Abby and I are trying to help spread the word about because I think you guys will love it.
0: Absolutely. It's a great tool for planning.
1: All right, so we are going to sign off here. We are so thankful that you guys joined us and hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, Please let a friend know or let 10 friends know about it. Um, Running live on Big Talk Del Marva every Saturday and Sunday at noon and then up on all your social media podcast platforms. So, um, Abby, have a great week this week.
0: You as well. And to all the listeners, you guys go out there, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will be back next week.
1: Absolutely. We will be back and tune in for more Wedding Pro Radio.